ABC Tonight, the next chapter of The Bachelor journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to you. 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note? It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC. Personally, how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dikewood Mills. Dikewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dikewood Mills. Praise the Lord. How many believe that God is with us? Hallelujah. And I believe that God is helping us. Amen. Turn with me to Matthew 18. And we are looking at verse 18. It says, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Can you turn on some of the bright lights which we don't need, please? We don't need all the lights. All right. Now, the word bind is the word fasten with chains or throw into chains. Hallelujah. So, we are going to fasten with chains certain things. What do you think? Is it a good idea? Now, one of the things that um, you must realize is that you, you have to believe in the Bible before you die. Because when you die, all the things in the Bible will be so real. Anyway. You see that it's all true. I remember a good friend who was being pulled out of the car as a dead body. And I remembered the scripture, what is your life? You know, and I felt, I, I felt a bit offended by the Bible. And what was my offense? I was offended that the Bible was so true. I didn't like the way it was so true. 
It was too accurate. The things are quite somewhere. So, there are things in the spirit world that we are dealing with. Are you with me? Now, if you take um, the serpent, Bible says he was more subtle than any beast. All right? Now, um, Genesis chapter 3, verse 4. The serpent said to the woman, You shall not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat thereof, your eyes will be opened. Wow. And you shall be as gods. Knowing good and evil. Now when you read the book of Revelations, unfortunately, unfortunately, and also fortunately, unfortunately some people felt that the book of Revelations was just the hallucinations of someone. So, they didn't want to include it. Are you with me? Now, if you are not going to be supernatural, right, you are going to struggle to see. All right? Notice in Revelation chapter 4 and verse 6. The Bible says, and before the throne, in the midst of the throne, were four beasts full of eyes. Now, we we all have eyes, but we are not seeing what we could see. Now, when God created Adam, Adam was seen with other eyes. You see. Otherwise, why would he see a serpent that can talk? Huh? He was seeing. And when you see with those eyes, all that we are seeing, the physical, is nothing. Now the serpent told him that in Genesis chapter 3, verse 4, the serpent told him, you will not die, but in verse 5, your eyes shall be, which eyes were these? Which eyes were these? 
But he was looking at the serpent. He was in the garden. He was seeing. So he said, your eyes shall open. So you see, when God made us, we weren't seeing what we are seeing now. We are seeing more before we fell. That's why we've been confused all along about the serpent talking. It's like, it's like almost like we don't really want to think much about it because all the serpents we know now, I mean, they are very quiet. We don't hear even meow. We don't hear whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't hear anything at all. So we are very confused about the serpent talking. Actually, I spoke to a 13-year-old boy once in Switzerland. You know, and he said to me, I don't see why I should believe such a story of a snake talk to a man. You get it? Snake talking to a man. I mean, how? Let's be serious. (laughs) Because all the snakes we know, even the most dangerous ones, they don't speak. They don't talk at all. So it means that he was seen, but he was seen with another eye. And that's the eye that opens when you become a prophet. That's the eye that comes back. <laughs> that's the eye Paul was praying for in Revelation chapter, uh, in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 17. That the eyes should be open. I have eyes of understanding should be open. Yes, verse 18. Amen. That the eyes of your understanding. Or in Revelations where it says, you know not that you are blind. So Adam and Eve, they were seeing many things. You see the angels, you see the spirits, you see whatever. Now the serpent came and spoke to them. Because in that realm, all these creatures talk. And you see them. You see angels here on stage, standing. I mean, those whose eyes, those, those eyes are open. That's why I read you in Revelations 4, 6, I saw a beast full of eyes. Having more than one eye, or a third eye, or a fourth eye, is very biblical. To have more than one eye. Yes. It's very biblical. Having more than an eye. Yeah. So now, when Adam and Eve ate the fruits, you see, what the devil said happened, but what he didn't, the small, uh, the small uh, writing under, what do they call the fine print? He didn't say. So when he ate it, his eyes opened, which are these ones we are using. That's when he saw the genitals of, uh, what do you call it? And he said, wow! <laughs> because he had been, it had been there all along. Yes. These are the ones that started to work. 
and those ones closed. You know, even this, you listen to Eve. When Eve was talking, Bible says, oh, Eve in this same Genesis, it says, and when Eve saw that the fruit was good and that it was good to make one wise, you see, how would she see in Genesis 3 verse 6, how would she be seen that it would make you wise? What was she seeing? She saw something. She was seeing things that were, there's so many things to see. You would see men of God, you would see differently. You would have seen who Jesus was. If you read this book, When God Walked the Earth, you see how streets were lined with thousands of angels when Jesus was walking on the earth. And even when he went into the wilderness, all the angels stayed back and did not enter the wilderness. They were all asked to stay out. And Jesus went alone and met the devil there alone. Yeah. So, Adam and Eve, they were seeing things. <laughs> and then, look at it. It has, yes, we are seeing, but now, you see, God didn't want us to see what we are seeing now. So when you see, then you change. And then we become the way we are. You know, next to devils, we have human beings. I mean, in terms of badness. We are the next. Yes. A lot of things, you know, are not working because of the way it is, especially relationships and marriages. Why? Because a man is different from how he was made. Fallen and changed. Yes. Why would they be showing faith? They had been happy maybe for thousands of years. Now they were conscious. Just take animals. Animals have sex anywhere and everywhere. They never think they are doing anything wrong. They don't have weddings. They don't have engagements. They don't sign contracts. They don't wear underwear. Have you seen a cow wearing panties before? They are very happy. Because none of these things are evil. No part of your body is evil. Cannot be. Cannot be. It's not in the Bible anywhere. Yes. But the eye that has opened and the other eyes which seem to have clearly closed so much so that it takes a gift to see. It takes a gift to see. Now it takes a special gift to see. Once I was in a, a town called Mokopani in South Africa, and there's a lady. She came, a white lady, and she said, she spoke to Dr. Go afterwards. She said, my gift is to see angels. And she said, look, when she was in the room, there were so many angels. 
I, I didn't see. I, I could feel the presence of God was very strong. She said, there were so many angels. And she said, please make sure you tell him. He said, I have a special gift. She said, I see them. He said, unless you have a special gift now, you'll be looking, you only see number two, meeting point. And, and this is the pulpit and that's all. And what you see is affecting you. Yes. So we will never know what marriage would have been like. You know, because originally it was with a different type of human beings. With different eyes. That's why people propose. And after they propose, they will be wondering. Charlie. It makes like say I propose earlier. Like I for wait small. I see another girl with five power. <laughs> are you here or you are leaving? So when Jesus said a lot of things that Jesus said can only be understood if you understand. There is a world which takes an eye to see. Yeah. And if, you have, if your eyes are not open with a gift, you'll never see. You know, one time I was in Malaysia. And my eyes opened and I saw a man sitting in the room. You know, I had seen animals, but this one, was, it was a man. He was in the room with me. I have checked in. And he was there. That's why some people have no peace in certain houses. Sometimes when you move from somewhere, your life changes. Yes. Because demons are very territorial like animals. One of the things about animals, why we are able to catch them is because they always behave in the same way. They don't vary. When you don't vary your life, you are easily, easy to be caught. So a snake will stay in the area, never goes away. It's always in the same area. All the animals are like that. So we are able to catch them because of they always maintain the same behavior. So, spirits behave in the same way. They are in particular places. They don't move and they don't like moving. That's why when Jesus was casting out the demons, they said, we'll go. But, this particular thing of moving from here, And you know, it was such a big thing that Jesus compromised. It's the first time you see Jesus compromises. Okay, be here. Go here. For the man's sake. Instead of having that long argument with the demons and exerting so much power to move the demons out, he allowed them to stay in the country and destroy somebody's farm.
Now, by the way, those pigs were a commercial venture. Somebody's farm. Bible says they were feeding the swine. These were not stray pigs. Wild pigs are called what hogs. And wild pigs which are just moving around, you know, you don't have to feed them. These are pigs that were being fed. 2,000. It's a big farm. Are you still around? We are having church. Yeah. So, you must have an understanding when Jesus said, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Now, when you talk about heaven, you'll be thinking, you know, uh, you know, you'll be thinking to yourself, Wow. How, what is in heaven? God is in heaven. You know, so when you bind something on earth, then you are binding God in heaven. Hmm? Or has it not occurred to you before? Hmm? Yeah. Heaven is basically the atmosphere. You know, there are three heavens. We know maybe there's four or five, but we know of three. But even in the heavens, there are things in heaven, in the heavens. You know, that are negative. And they need to be bound. Remember, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness. You know, again, you you may think rulers of places where there's no electricity, but that's not what it means. It means rulers of the spiritual darkness. It's not about electricity. This, there was no electricity in the days of Paul. It's not about places with lights off. There are places with if darkness is evil. That's why Jesus said, you are the light of the world. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. And then against Ephesians 6.12 Against spiritual wickedness In high places Another version says heavenly places High places In the, in the heavens Yes So God himself Is Even higher than even the heavens Oh yes In Ephesians 4 and verse 10 if you look at it, for, this one says heavenly places, you see, New Living Translation. But if you look at Ephesians 4.10, it says, He that descended is the same who ascended above all heavens. So, he ascended even above the heavens. Yes, there's, there's a place above the heavens. Yes. Yeah. So, when we are binding things, 
binding things that are bound on earth and bound in heaven, wherever they are operating. And a lot of our prayers are sorted out up there before it comes down. Are you listening to me? Now, successful kings and leaders are usually ruthless with their enemies. You know, when you are kind to enemies, you allow them. You know, most people who have been toppled or become sad after some time are people, are rulers who were not strong to deal firmly with enemies. Yes. You see, when you are a king and you come into power, you must be able to stay. You've overthrown a government. Fine. Stay and be there for some time. Those who stayed were able to achieve something. But if you can't stay, Bible says a king against whom there is no uprising. So, when dealing with Satan, demons, you, you must be very careful. Because if they get you, So when we are binding devils, which we are just about to bind, uh, I don't want you to be casual. Now, that's why that word bind means fasten with chains. Wow. Are you listening? I hope you are This is a prayer time. We are having a prayer time. Now, when Jesus was casting out the devils from this boy, uh, man, you know, you know, you know what the devil said? He said, "What is your name?" He used a military term. He said, "My name is Legion." He said, "It's a soldier." You see, it's not a civilian. Yes, he used a, a military term. He said, I'm, "I'm Legion." Legion is an army of six thousand two hundred. Soldiers with a certain number of chariots, about 280 chariots. He didn't use a civilian term, which shows you the militarized nature of devils and the arrangements, the ranks, and the order. And you see, whenever you are a soldier, you always respect rank and power. Authority. Yes. You see, soldiers have things on their shoulders that, that show who they are. And in the in the spirit, it's not every everything is not the same. We are there are differences. That's why a lot of things a prophet can do, even an apostle. In a prophet, there are different levels of rank in the ministry. And demons understand it very well. That is why those guys who went to cast out devils, you know, they would say, come out. In the, uh, the demons said, Paul, if it was Paul, we would have gone. 
it was Jesus, we would have gone. We know them. We know their rank and who they are. But you. You are who? Come on. And they beat the, the, they beat up seven. Seven people were beaten up supernaturally. Seven men were supernaturally beaten. By demons who did not recognize the rank of these guys who were coming to try to move them around. Yes. And that is why God gives you people of different ranks to pray for you. That's why it says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. So everybody's prayers have different effects. Yes. Everybody's prayer has a different effect. I don't think these people are getting my message. I have to go to this. I have to move to this side. Yes. Yeah. Are you listening to what I'm sharing? There are ranks in the spirit. And the demons say, we don't, we don't recognize your rank. We don't know who you are. Who are you? As for Paul, we know him. I mean, it's been some time. We had a lot of problems with him. We had problems with Jesus. You, we don't know you. Yes. So, when you, when you use the term legion, it shows the presence of commanders, the presence of sergeants, the presence of, I mean, ranks of arranged powers. You don't just... That's why some people, you send them on a mission. It, it can't work. Then you change the rank of the person and send someone to a higher rank. The thing changes. Yes. The same mission. The same mission. When I came to First Love Church, a higher rank than the elder, elders who were there came to First Love. Because I'm operating at a higher rank than my elders... On the campus. Yes. And the responses of the demon powers are different to a higher rank. Are you listening to me? So, every night you must bind devils. I want you to bind devils. When you pray and you haven't bound devils, you haven't completed your prayers. It's like forgiveness of sins. When you haven't asked for forgiveness, you haven't completed your prayers. When you haven't said thank you, you haven't completed your prayers. Prayers must always address these things that are there. They are real things. They are real. We are dealing with it. It's real. It's affecting us. There are things that are affecting us. Now, sit down. Let me tell you something. We are, we are praying. Now, you see, praying is not only speaking. Sometimes when you are thinking, you are praying. And God recognizes it. That's why I said we are praying. If you look at Daniel chapter 10, look at verse 12. He said, fear not, Daniel. From the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand. You are then spoken and to chasten thy words were heard. You see, so your words 
which you you are, you are set your heart from the day that you, you it was in your heart to to speak those words do you remember the woman with the issue of blood she said for she said within her, in herself if i can touch the hem of her garment and that was what released the power of god what she said in herself she said within herself so when I say we are praying, we are already praying. We are already, we are already in the spirit. You must be like a bird. Some of you have never been hunters. Sit down, sit down. Some of you have never been hunters. When you are hunting, you see that catching a bird is different from catching any other animal. Because when you go, you see that it goes into the air. That's how you must be in the spirit. You just take off, and you are in the spirit. Yes. Beautiful. Are you still around? I said, we are praying. He said, Daniel chapter 10 verse 12. He said that when you said in your heart, from the day that you put in your heart, those words which were in your heart were heard. That's why God has answered my prayer many times. I'm actually even on a plane going somewhere to go and pray. And he has answered me before I took off. Yes. It has happened a number of times. I, I had the answer for Everything I was going to pray about before I left. Yeah. Because he said, from the day you set it in your heart, you pray, God answered the prayer. Beautiful. Yeah. Are you still here? We are having a church service. We are having a prayer time. I said, devils need to be fasted. Now, let me tell you something we are going to fasten today. And what you fasten is fasten. Throw it into chains. Number one of the things that you are fastening is opposition. Opposition. Yeah. Opposition. When you are opposed. You see, and many of us are being opposed. By some kind of invisible irritation. Troubles. Distractions. You can't even understand. Computers not working. You don't even know what it is. Huh? Opposition. It says your adversary. Or your opposer. The devil. So we don't have an opposition party. We have opposition devils. So that is one of them. These are the words used to describe the devil. Number two, temptation. Jesus was tempted. So whatever is tempting you, eh? It's not a, look, it's not a good thing to be tempted. How many of you like exams? It's like something bad is trying to happen to you. You get what I'm saying? That's how exams are. Like, so even though when you, when you overcome it, you go higher. But it's like, why? Because me, I'm very happy I don't do exams anymore. <laughs> hey! What type of life is this? Something, it's like something bad can happen to you. Whatever tempts you, 
is testing you, testing your some aspect of you. Today we are about to fasten it in Jesus' name. Testing you. Testing to see whether you stand, whether you fall, how you behave, what you do, whether you respond, whether you can react. It's a bad thing. You finish with exams in school. You know, every time I did an exam when I was in medical school, it was like I can easily be repeated. Yeah, medical school, you can easily be repeated. A good student too. If a bad thing happens to you in the exam, that's it. You, you are the last person to be examined, or maybe they are tired and they, I mean, oh, before I realize you are failing. You will never fail. Yeah. I prophesy your passing in Jesus' name. Yeah. Sit, sit, sit down. We are in a prayer time. How many of you realize that we are already we are already praying? Yes. Number three. Anything that is accusing you, accusing. He says the accuser of the brethren. So anything that is suggesting bad things about you, you know, insults. Degrading you, shaming you, accusing you, disgracing you, embarrassing you. You don't need a, you don't need to see in the spirit. It is a devil. Are you with me? Hmm? Is there power in this area? I want to be where the spirit is flowing. Yeah. And then, are you are you with me? And then, this is a prayer. We're having a prayer time. Anything that deceives you. He's a liar, John chapter 8. He said, he's a liar. So it's like, what you are deceived about huh, is the devil. So we are about to fasten anything that is deceiving you in any way. If there is somebody in your life who is deceiving you, as we bind it, eh, the person will be exposed. In Jesus' name. If you have proposed to somebody and the person has told you that she's 27 years old but she's actually 35, by this prayer, it is exposed in the name of Jesus. Sit down, sit down. Especially if you are a boss, you always have to pray about this because 
People love to deceive the boss. The boss is somebody who is in, like he's in the top of a castle. He doesn't know what is really going on. When he comes, everybody is very pleasant. So because of that, you tend to be deceived by whatever is going on. Are you, are you with me in the prayer? Yeah. And finally, listen, he says he was a murderer. Anything that is trying to kill you, whether it's a sickness, I'm robber, anything that wants to kill you in any way of killing, any of the ways of killing, if there is an HIV flooded vagina, which is waiting to impart to you. I close that vagina in Jesus' name. Hey! Did you hear what I'm saying? Anything that wants to kill you. Anything that wants to kill you. Who are you? What do you want? Where are you? Where do you sit? Anything that wants to kill you. A plan by armed robbers. By anybody. A disease. A drink. A food. You see, food is a libel. Yes. That's why it gives you life. That's why we pray about it. There's something. If your eyes were open, that's why I told you about Adam's eyes. You see, Adam was seen. It is now he's just a rather close and down another group of eyes have opened. If you were without sin, all of us would be naked here. We would be very comfortable. <laughs> if we were in our original creation. All right. Matthew 18, verse 18. This is the scripture that has led us into all this talking. But I believe they are all prophetic words necessary for us. It says, I say to you, whatever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. And I told you, Jesus even ascended above the heavens. So these heavens that we are seeing, there are a lot of devils in them. But we are overcoming. And then verse 19, it says, If two of you shall agree concerning anything they shall ask, It shall be done for them. I'll say it. Don't say anything. Say, listen. It shall be done for them. 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 Beautiful. Now, the weather is hot, very hot. The room is hot. 
we, we, we don't have air conditioning, but we are blessed in the presence of God. Don't think about the heat. Think about the power of God that is here. Stand to your feet, everyone. We are going to just pray a short but powerful. Demons are already scattered. I see them running. I tell you, they are running. First of all, everybody, let us confess our sins because we are about to bind the devil. So, Bible says that we can revenge all disobedience when your obedience is complete. So, I want us to now just pray God should forgive us for all our filthy rags. Isaiah 64 says, Our righteousness is like filthy rags. Pray that the Lord should forgive you for every mistake. The mistakes there, there are more. Whether you confess or not, they are there. Father, we pray for the blood, for forgiveness, for mercies. Thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Mando kalabara manandele. Lo shata balanibo kabalanda menele 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 menele. Arola mama mashandele meke baranala babanda. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, we are binding five things. But of course, the main one in your life, whether it's opposition, temptation, deception, accusation, or some murder, something wants to kill you. Lift your hand. Begin to bind and fasten with chains any power. That is working against your life. Shandola Bakabala Dalababa. Bela Babandali Borebalabanda. Lemon of Abonda Lababondo. Barona Labama Shandela Sapera Talabana Levenele. Dema Satale Balabada Bosheda Labamandale. Oh, ya, 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 oh, ya. Jesus, I am a man of the house. 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 I am a man of the house
some years ago. It was a surprise. A leopard spirit is a surprise. That is why Mobutu was always wearing the leopard thing. Because he was, he he prided himself that he would surprise his enemy. His enemy would be surprised by him. Yeah. So whatever is a surprise, like it has surprised you. Begin to declare in the spirit. Arabaya Sandabaya, and now, oh God, by 
by the power in the name of Jesus. We block this spirit. 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 Any lap of spirit. Any lap of spirit. By the power in the name of Jesus. We block you. Yes, Lord. 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 something you may not know. Do you know that when opposition works, do you know what happens? Tell us. You see, when you are going forward and something blocks you Mm. and it continues to be successful, you start to go back. So when the opposition is successful, they make the ruling government go back into out of government. Ah. Yeah. So there's it's what we call a spirit of reversal. Hallelujah. Reverse spirit Hallelujah. to make your life go backward. Lift your hand, everything ah. that will make your yes. life go backward yes. in the name of yes. Jesus. Yes. Camelo. Yes. Yes. Camelo. Recover. We block them. We said no. Yes. No. 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 Some of you, you were bad girls. You've become a good girl. But Satan wants to oppose you and reverse all your gains. I block it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. A 
anybody here financially, yes. you have come forward. Hey. Now Satan wants to oppose you hey. and make you go backward. Hey. Maritally, hey. financially, Some sexually, Some spiritually. Some Every spirit of yes, reverse, reverse, repine in the name of Jesus. We bind you. 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 You
punishment of the enemy in your life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 God bless you. You may be seated. Beautiful. Now, how many already feel that? Yes. I feel that you have escaped from something. Yeah. You see, Adam was seeing all the animals, spiritual animals. Now you need a gift to see it. Yes. And you were seeing them. You see them. And that's why all through the Bible you hear names of animals. You think that maybe the Bible is some funny book with, you know, strange things. I saw three devils like frogs. I saw a horse. It was pale. And there was a rider called Death. Is it like, what are these horses? Where are these things? This way we can't see them. Yeah. You are healed. You are promoted. You are delivered. The prophecy you believe is the one you are going to experience. It's testimony time. And the Bible says that my house shall be a house of testimony. The ark of testimony is in the house of the Lord. This is a house of testimonies. This is a house of miracles. This is a house of breakthrough. I see you receiving your testimony in Jesus' name. The Bible says they overcame through the blood and by the word of their testimony. As you hear these testimonies, they are somebody's testimonies today, but they will be your testimony tomorrow. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have our sister Sarah coming all the way from Oyibi Basenta to give a testimony of how her life has been bettered through the ministry of the prophets. Hallelujah. Sarah, how are you? What happened to you? Um, I received a miracle man through the prophecy of our prophet Bishop Dagi was Mills. And I'm so happy to testify about it. Three months ago, I registered for a professional program in Gimpa, and I didn't know how I was going to pay the fees at all. So when the admission came, I took the document to my uncle, who decided to help me pay the fees, and he told me to forward the document to his um, finance director. And when it got there, the finance director kept on tossing me all the time, telling me there was no money. What, 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 what was the amount of the fees? 1880 How much? 4,880. And what happened when you came to church? When I came to church, the prophet was prophesying that we are going to receive money from all angles. And I believed it so much so that when I got home, I decided to pray and listen to the podcast again. And this Thursday, the finance director called me again to his office. And when I went, he gave me 6,000 Ghana. Six. I see you receiving your miracle money as the prophet prophesies today. I see you receiving your breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus. What a blessing. I think there is more. Sit down, sit down, sit down. There is more. What happened again? And it didn't end there. This week, this Friday, I received $200 from a friend. Encourage everybody to listen to the podcast and 
and believe in the prophecies of our prophet because it is really working practically in our lives. Thank you. Put your hands together for Jesus. We have a prophet in our midst. There is a prophet in our midst. Hallelujah. They prophesied. They prospect through the prophesying of the prophet. Today you will receive your own prosperity in the mighty name of Jesus. I want us to put our hands together for our brother Fred. He is one of our uncles in my first love fellowship. That is why he has a yellow band on his arm. Fred, what happened to you? Great things happened to me. I know. That's why you are here. Tell us. Five weeks ago, the prophet prophesied that somebody here, you don't have a car, but somebody will be bringing you in and out of the car. You get it? I was in front when he said that, so I had to believe it because I didn't have any money and I started national service. Have money. I don't have any money. And what did the prophet say? What the prophet's exact words? He said that there's somebody here, you don't have a car, okay. but somebody will bring you in and out, like from work to, and back from work. Okay. So the next day, I, be, I believed in the prophecy and I said, This has to work for me because I, I don't have any means to go. So I went to the junction and I said, This must work. Mm. It must work. Mm. And by God's grace, through the prophecy of our father, a car came and the person w- was working in my office. In your office? In my office. He didn't know you stayed in that area. He didn't know I stayed in that but area. But then you happened to meet the person on the road. Yes, on the road. And what and happened? He picked me up and he, see, and, and he told me, that, oh, where do I stay? I said, oh, I live by, by, I said, actually, he stays opposite my house. Wow. So from now on, he's going to be calling me every morning. From when? From work. From when? From work. Every and, day. And when we close, when we close, he calls me again. No, 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 no. He's charging you. He's charging you. How much are you paying? How much? How much are you paying for him to take you to work and back? Free. It's free. So that means you are saving money. It's. I'm saving. How money. much are you saving every month? Every month, it's, it's supposed to take me about two hundred CDs to go. I see you receiving money in the name of Jesus. As the prophet speaks the word, widen your amen nets and catch it in the name of Jesus. And, 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 and I'm so excited because I needed this miracle. Wow. And God did it through the, through the prophet. Brother Fred, we have yes. to get one thing clear. Yes. Have you met the prophet before? Never. Have you told the prophet about this your problem? I have not told him anything have about it. Have you had it? a discussion with him? At all. That I don't have money to go to work? I know. You've never had any said I never said anything. Listen, there, there is no need of a prayer meeting. Hey. This is the prophet we are talking about. The Bible says, he that speaks, he should speak as an oracle of God. When the prophet stands here and he is speaking, he is speaking as an oracle of God. He will address your specific situation. He doesn't have to have a conversation with you. He doesn't have to know your name. He doesn't have to call you out. Receive your prophecy today. Put your hands together for Thank you very much. Prophecy you believe. I said the prophecy you believe. And we are going to receive our final testimony for today. Let us put our hands together for our sister Precious, First Love Town Church. What a blessing. Miracles are happening every single day. He daily loads us with benefits. Precious, how are you? What happened to you? 
My testimony is about how I received divine provision through angelic accompaniment. Take it again. Let me get you. Take it again. My testimony is about how I received divine provision through angelic accompaniment. Okay. Tell us. Two, um, two weeks ago, I was listening to Bishop's um, message on the mountain of the Lord's camp. And I was listening to the one titled, um, Prayers of Jesus and Angels. And then in that message, Bishop prophesied that when we pray, we will receive um, angelic accompaniment every day. And I believed in the prayer and in the prophecy and prayed alone. And what happened? Now that day, I was looking for an apartment. So in the afternoon, I had to meet up with an agent. And she asked me to meet her at mile 7. So I got to mile 7 and called her. And she said that's not where she asked me to meet her. So I had to get out of my car and ask the people around for directions to where she wanted me to go. Okay. As I stood by my car, I saw a soldier approaching me. I was very scared. I thought I'd parked wrongly or done something wrong. So I was going to run into my car. But then he caught up with me. And then he said he wanted to be my friend. Hey, do you know him from anywhere? No. Have you spoken to him before? No, I haven't. I don't know him He said he anywhere. wanted to be your friend. He said he wanted to then be what my happened? friend. Then um, I was not in the mood for conversation. But then I got into conversation with him. Shortly after, the agent called me and told me to meet her somewhere that I didn't know. So then the soldier offered to drive ahead of me for me to follow him. So I was tailing him. I was following his car. As we were going on the road, I hit someone's car. And the entire bumper fell off. Mercy. So we had, I had to get out of my car. The man also got out of his car. He was very mad at me. And I was feeling very helpless. I did not know what to do because it was an area that I did not then know. Then what happened? Then suddenly the, um, the soldier appeared. And then he came to ask, what's going on? And I told him what happened. And he just told me to stand aside. And he, be he began to sort out the situation. The prophet said, receive angelic assistance. That is exactly what happened. I see you receiving your angelic visitation. Continue. The situation and took all of us, took both of us to a mm -hmm. nearby mechanic, mm -hmm. and then he got the bumper fixed and put the entire bill. No, I do not have. The bill means what? It means he paid. I, he, he didn't want me to know how much the mechanic was. He charging. paid for it. He paid for all of it. I did not have to pay anything, and that the truth be told, I did not have money. So he paid for it, and that wasn't all. Now, he knew that I was looking for an apartment. So then he decided, he gave me an agent's number to call the agent. And that's very, I called the agent, got a very nice, beautiful, peaceful apartment within my budget. And so I asked him why he approached me. And this is the part that baffled okay, me. Okay, it will baffle you. It's a prophecy. It will baffle you. What baffled you? And he told me that, when I asked him, please, why did you approach me? And he made a statement. He said, you know, there is Angel Gabriel, mm -hmm. and there is Angel Michael, mm -hmm. and I am Angel Deladam. He mentioned this. He said, I am Angel Deladam. An angel is coming to you too. In the name of Jesus. Oh, what a prophet. Today we are going to hear from the prophet. I tell you, mighty things will happen. He said his name was Angel Deladam. Angel, like them. Okay, I was very okay. Maybe, maybe he's not an angel. Have you heard from him since that day? So I, he, I, I, 
he took my number. And the following day, I called him to thank him. He did not sound like he wanted to do, like to follow up at all. And it's been two weeks now. He's not contacted me. He's not texted me. I've not heard from him. It was an angel. Angel, the Lord, I see God sending an angel to you. Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. What a blessing. God will speak to you today. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm going to read out this powerful prophecy. Are you ready for more powerful testimonies? Dear Bishop Dad, please, I would like to share these testimonies with you. Following your recent prayers and prophecies, you will recall that earlier in the year, I told you about a biopsy of the prostate that I had done and the results. Prior to my trip to Ghana for the GTWC, I went to see the GP when I arrived in London. Further tests were booked, an MRI of the pelvic region and another biopsy. The MRI was done on Saturday, 23rd September. The results were not ready by the time I left for Ghana for the conference. However, the biopsy was booked for 18th of October. On the 17th, I got a call from the hospital. The lady said that there has been a meeting. Following the receipt of the results, they had decided that as the MRI was normal, there would be no need for the biopsy. She added that someone will call me yesterday and I don't have to come in for the biopsy. Yesterday morning, a gentleman from the urology department called me. She gave me the full details. The results indicated a PSA level of 3.8 and the MRI was fine too. One of your recent prophecies was that we will receive good news from our telephones. It has come to pass practically. Thank you very much, Prophet Dad. The Lord bless you mightily. I see God blessing you mightily through the prophet. Now the word of God says that I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. But how will it happen? They prosper through, through, through. I see you prospering through the prophesies of Prophet Dagewa Nails. Put your hands together and give the Lord a shout of praise. Oh, make your shout glorious. A shout of praise. Hallelujah. you do you believe that's small if you are excited let's welcome Ida
Amen, amen, amen. Put your hands together again for Ida. Well, we're already having a powerful time, but it's the best time of the service right now. And I'm excited to announce to you that we have our prophet in the house today. People have come with over 100 buses from all over the city, and I'm pleased to announce to you that you are one of them today. And the scripture says they prophesy through the prophesies of the prophet. And I like what Pastor Paul said about the ark of testimonies. And the testimonies which belong to someone else today will belong to you tomorrow. And if you are as excited as I am to receive the prophet of God, a man whose words do not fall to the ground, if you are as excited as I am, lift up your hands, lift up your voices, open your hearts as we receive the Beautiful. Lift your hands. Father, thank you for the blessing of today. We will not be the same. We are already not the same, Lord. And we are going out of this place with victory in our hands. Lift your hand like this. This signifies victory over long standing enemies. Anything that torments you, harasses you, by your hand lifted up, is declared defeated, is declared destroyed. You are declared to have victory now, in Jesus' name. Whatever is a form of a chain on you, you came here with it. It is dropping off. You are not going home with it. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you for your power that is in this place, in this moment. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Now, today I want you to listen because I don't normally preach about what I'm going to preach about. I'm starting a new series. It's a short series. My series are now short. And um, I want you to listen carefully. Otherwise, you may miss um, something important. Because I don't normally preach about this. So, my subject today, all right, which is very, very prophetic is spiritual powers that release financial wealth. Alright? Spiritual powers that release or lead to financial wealth. Alright? Because you can have a wealth of anything. You can have wealth of wisdom, wealth of knowledge, wealth of whatever. But I'm talking about financial Okay, so I don't know many talk about financial financial things, but at least there must always be a very important segment. Amen. So now the fact that um, finances are 
spiritual and spiritually obtained is very important. There's a, there's a lot of spirituality and spiritual relationship between finances and, um, and, and, and the spirit world. So I need you. Can you hear me well? Can you hear me on this side? Can you hear me on that side? It seems there's more life on this side than, than on this side. All right. I want to know where there's life, so I know where I should avoid and where I should go. All right. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. And we will do a lot in Deuteronomy 8. But let's look at Deuteronomy 8 and verse 18. Beautiful. Deuteronomy 8. Verse 18 says, You shall remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. So this scripture is clear. It says, you remember the Lord your God, for it is he that giveth the power to get wealth. Okay? So God is the one who gives power to get wealth. And Everything that God does, the devil tries to do. And so, he really wants us to worship him. Satan wants to be worshipped. He wants to be God. But he is not God. And he will never be God. Amen. Are you there? So let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 8 and let's read from verse 1. Deuteronomy chapter 8, and let's read from verse number 1. Beautiful. It says, All the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers. Amen. Now notice verse 2. It says, And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee and to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest serve the Lord or no. And he humbled thee And suffered thee to hunger. And fed thee with manna. Which thou knewest not. Neither did thy fathers know. That he might make thee know. That man does not live by bread only. But by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord. Does man live. For thy raiment waxed not old. Upon thee. Neither did thy foot swell these forty years. 
Thou shalt consider in thine heart that as a man chasteneth his son, so the Lord thy God chasteneth thee. Alright? Therefore thou shalt keep the commandment of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. That means you can go to KFC and buy as much as you want. How many have not been to KFC before? The one down here. Raise your hand if you've not been before. No, you've not been to KFC before. But the one down here, because this one is our church one, we are, we are possessing it. Receive the ability to go to KFC in Jesus' name. That is, thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. Thou shalt not lack anything in it. A land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. Amazing. Then when thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he has given thee. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day. Lest when thou hast eaten and art full and hast built goodly houses and dwell therein and when thy heads and thy flocks are multiplied and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied and all that thou hast is multiplied then thine heart be lifted up and thou forget the Lord thy God which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought where there was no water who brought thee forth water out of the rock of flint? Who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, and that he might prove thee to do thee good at thy latter end? And thou say in thine heart, My power and the might of my hand has gotten me this wealth. Verse 18. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant which he swear unto thy fathers as it, is this, as it is this day. And it shall be that if thou at all forget the Lord thy God and walk after other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you this day that you shall surely perish. As the nations which the Lord destroyeth before your face, so shall you perish, because you would not be obedient to the voice of of the Lord your God. Amen. Now, seven master keys to um, these financial wealth which we are seeing here. And um, before we even get into the 
keys, which are very simple keys. I want you to see the description of the wealth that you are about to enjoy. And you'll be enjoying for the rest of your life. I said, you will be enjoying for the rest of your life. It said, thy raiment, verse 4, wax not old on thee, neither did thy foot swell these 40 years. Now, God is blessing you in such a way that what you thought would be old will not get old. Now, thy foot swelling, you see, it's because of age. You know, a lot of diseases come with swelling of the foot. Liver disease, kidney disease, hypoproteinemia, and other conditions can cause, you know, vascular problems can lead to swelling of the foot. One or both, usually both. And sometimes, you know, it's just you are a little older. So, sometimes, you know, by the time you get certain level of prosperity, you are even weak. You can't even enjoy it. By the time you, you are now able to go to KFC, the doctor will say cholesterol and... The oil, the oil in the KFC is not good. Hmm? Receive it in Jesus' name. Verse 5. Beautiful. You consider that God chastens you. Miracle. Verse 6. You keep the Lord's commandment. Verse 7. Now, look at this. The Lord is bringing thee to a good land. Now, not every land is good. Yes. You know, one day somebody gave me some advice. He said, never buy a house in the dry season. Yes. It's a dark saying from an experienced person. Because in the rainy season, that house gets flooded. Yes, somebody I know bought a house, but it gets flooded in the rainy season. The, the, flood, the water comes up like this downstairs. Full. You can't stay there. So that's why they were selling the house. And they bought it in the dry season. Receive a good land in your life. Now, you notice that when God wanted to bless them financially, the first thing was a good land. <laughs> first thing was a good land. Yes. Real wealth is not about investments in bonds and stocks and all imaginary human man-made arrangements based on often deceptions. Which you are not privy to. First is land. 
God is bringing you to a good land. My church members will be landowners. All my children are landowners in Jesus' name. Sit down. Now, a good land, land of brooks of water, fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills. Now, the reason why he's talking about a good land is because there are some places when you build your house there, the problems you have sometimes from the area people and other issues to do with that place. For instance, in Accra, there are some places where they have decided to heap bola. Huh? Such as where? Pantan. It is, it is surprising that there is a government in Ghana. That there is a government. Yes. That there, there, are, there is a minister of health. That there is, there is a department of community health. That there is a mayor. All these offices exist. And they can burn poisonous materials and put a cloud of poisonous air over hundreds and thousands of people in Bawe, in uh, Pantan. It's amazing. All these offices exist. Yeah. If you have built your house there, or you are, I know somebody who was saying a person couldn't stay again. You can't breathe. You can't breathe. Anyway, your land will be very good. Verse 8. Receive it or believe it. A land of wheat, barley, vines, fig trees. Now, those of you who cut down trees, you just cut trees down. You see, look at the Bible. It's giving you trees. You are cutting trees. You are specialists of weeding and cutting down trees. You have a tree in your house. Verse 9. And olive oil and honey. Yes. You have perfume. Those of you who don't have perfume, you're always smelling. Huh? A beautiful girl like you. Instead of smelling nice. You are smelling so many things. Receive olive oil and honey. Verse 9. Now, a land where thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. How many will I admit that you have eaten food and the food was not enough? Raise your hand if you have experienced it. Now, this is a problem that God knows. And he's promising you that there will be no scarceness. There will be enough meat in the food. Enough fish. Enough again of what? Eh? You 
You see, some of the things that we eat, it's out of scarceness that, that we have started eating them. <laughs> yes. Because if you take the, the head of the fish and then the rest of the fish, which one has meat? Some of the things we eat. But we have grown to like them. Yes. Will it? Nane, you see. The, 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 the knuckles. The, the, the joints. A scarceness that have made these things delicacies to us. We, we, we now miss them if we don't have them. But it's not that it's better than actual meat. Fillet, filleted meat. Do you know Nani? The chicken's claws. You are boiling it with the claws and the... You are boiling the chicken's head. It is scarceness. It's scarceness that has brought all these things about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I prophesy. No, do you know that if you go to any restaurant in the Western world, they will never offer you the claws of the chicken or the neck or the intestines of the goat. <laughs> what is it called? Mini. Yem adieu. Yem adieu. You see, the colon of the colon of the cow, the colon. And we tie it. Yes. Scarceness have made us say to the chicken and the cow that you know something. There is no part of you that cannot be eaten based on our hunger. You see, a chicken head has been served on the plate. All right. Put the scripture back, it's beautiful. Thou shalt not lack anything. Whose stones are iron? Now, what is stones are iron? In other words, out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. Now, if you take um, the land, you take Africa, you find that Angola. Sierra Leone. These are and Botswana. These are three countries whose land you can take out diamonds from. But the other countries no. Sierra Leone, you dig and you see diamonds. Botswana, you dig 
and you receive diamonds. Angola, you dig and you receive diamonds. But even next door in, Li- in Liberia, they don't have it. They don't have it. So Charles Taylor was, um, was actually, his, his main crimes which they took him on for war was to do with the Sierra Leonean war, not the war in his country. Because it was the diamonds in uh, Sierra Leone that were allowed to come through Liberia to be sold through Liberia. Billions of dollars. So with the war, then the diamonds could come from Sierra Leone through Liberia. So that was the main thing. But actually Liberia itself, you don't have any diamonds. Not more than maybe $10 million maybe in a year. But Sierra Leone you can take out. So there are different types of um, lands and hills. So God was saying that in your hills, you'll be able to dig brass. So these are things God knows that he's giving. And in Angola, the war between um, Zavimbi and the other, whatever, was financed by the diamonds in Angola. Yes, at first it was between the Russians and the Americans. Americans were funding these people, and Russians were funding them. When the Cold War ended, uh, or whatever, and then it was like you're on your own. Then they took over the mines, the diamond mines, and they were selling direct diamonds and billions. They could bring tanks, everything. They landed in Angola, and they gave them diamonds. They just come with a plane, they put a tank, AK-47, everything. Then they pay with diamonds and they go. Yeah. So, but just next door, no diamonds. So, there, God, can, God even knows the types of land. He made the earth. The earth is the Lord's. <laughs> so, when God says he's blessing you, and you take Ghana, Ghana is covered with gold. The whole country is covered with gold. The whole country is covered with gold. Ghana is a gold coast. It's covered everywhere. You see gold. Sunyani, I mean, Brongahafu region, all over, everywhere, gold and oil. <laughs> yes? We have oil everywhere and gold everywhere. Amazing. But the curse shows that. The curse is, is, is revealed in that we have all these, but then are still poor. Yeah. Continue, please. I want to give you the keys. And when you have eaten and you are full, you shall bless the Lord for the good land which he has given you. You see, so I want you to take note of everything God does for you. So when you see us giving testimonies, we are happy because... If God gives us 200 CDs, we, we thank God. If God gives us 20 CDs, we thank you. If he gives us 10 CDs, we will say thank you. We don't want to be like those who don't consider the miracle of the loaves. We want to be grateful to God for everything that he does. Amen. Verse 11. Beautiful. Now, beware that thou forget not the Lord your God. Okay? Continue. Verse 12. Lest, now this is what's going to happen. 
When you have eaten and at full, you see, this is what God is going to give you, to be able to eat and be full. And you see KFC there and say, I remember some years ago, I had a prophecy about KFC. I, I thought it was just talking. But now I see it and I don't even need, and if I have to buy, I can buy. That's what's happened to me, practically. I see the KFC, I pass by. Some years ago, I'll be looking at it longingly and be praying, Lord, and checking the price of how much is two pieces of chicken and chips. How much is that one now? 12 cities, 14 cities, two pieces of chicken and chips. Yes, I know the specific order. So I used to look at it longingly. Whatever you are longing for, that you see, any car you see passing by, and you are saying, Lord, when? Receive it in Jesus' name. Now notice, the next thing is goodly houses. Receive goodly houses. Your house is not just going to be a house, but a goodly house. Now sit down, let me explain what is a goodly house. A goodly house has two garages. At least one for you and one for your wife or one for your husband. Receive two garages. Garages or parking spaces. Goodly House has a nice living room. Goodly House has bedrooms. Your bedroom, and in a goodly house, your bedroom is nicer than the living room. Oh, yes. In a badly house, the living room is nicer than the bedroom. Yes. A goodly house. Because the, the room that you spend more time, where people don't visit, but that's where you are based. Your house will be a goodly house. Now, your house will neither be too hot nor too cold. Receive it in Jesus' name. Your house will have chairs. To be full of good furnishing. Chairs that don't give you backache. Receive it in Jesus. Chairs that when you sit inside, it is massaging you by itself. A goodly house looks spacious. Not that when you are speaking in this room, those in this room are hearing. When there are shouts of joy coming from a room, then others can hear the shouts of joy. When there's scratching on your on your walls or scraping of the walls with bangings, somebody is listening to the banging. Ah, is it a goodly house? Receive a goodly house in Jesus' name. Sit down. A goodly house is a house where you will bring your parents to come and see and they will feel happy and say, oh wow, my child has prospered and it is well with my daughter, it is well with my son. Receive that good news. A goodly house is better designed than your parents' house. All the mistakes in your parents' house will be corrected in your house. Receive a goodly house. 
Now, continuation. A goodly house has a garden. Not a cemented, everywhere is cement. Receive gardens, receive it. trees, fresh air, receive it. no snakes. Receive it. In Jesus' name. Sit down. A goodly house has no landlord. It's your house. Nobody can come and say, uh, September, you have to go. Receive a goodly house in Jesus' name. A goodly house is not a house that is causing you financial stress. Yes. You are having letters from the bank. Final warning. One day I was with somebody, he received a letter. Final warning with capital letters. Red ink. They have red ink in the bank. These banks, they, use, they have red for... To frighten uh, uh, their, their customers. You are going to have a goodly house. I see it in Jesus' name. How many have got your description? And the marble, your, your, your living marble, shiny, glassy, I mean, contemporary design. Receive airflow. I receive cool air in Jesus' name. Right. The next one. Then thy flocks and thy heads have multiplied. Look at it. Whatever your business is. See, in those days, the main business was flocks and heads. It multiplies. You know, look at the church. I'm here. This first love church. It's multiplied. The church has multiplied. There are more churches. Yes, my flocks and my heads have multiplied. Beautiful. And then thy silver and thy gold is multiplied. This is what God is about to do for you. Do you like such this, this was done not by hard this was listen, this was done not by hard work. This was done by God giving to the children of Israel. God gave it to them. So it, I'm I'm not having multiplied flocks. By, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> Hard work. No, it says, the Lord will give you all this. The Lord is bringing you there. So that, that, that's why I said that when you get there, then you say, ah, my hands. Oh, my, I'm very hard work. I'm disciplined. Oh, what? what? Nothing. Stop talking like that. It's frightening to hear such speeches. Don't speak that way. And remember, Whatever power you have, remember always, I will be in my church. If I used to go for prime meetings, I will go for prime Whatever I used to do, I don't want any ever to be associated with being blessed and that it has changed me. Make, make a decision in your heart that I will never let these things change me. That's all. So that even one day you'll be in church so humbly moving around. People will even think that maybe, they, will even, they even think your age is far less than your age. Yes. They, they think your age is far less. They think your status in society is far lower just because you are happy in church. Thy silver and thy gold. This is, this is what's going to happen. You see, so many of us, you know, one day I was with uh, somebody, you know, and then 
he, he was just leaving. I was with him. And he was leaving. And he called the people that were around. And he gave them some money. When he gave the money, I looked at it. And I realized that it has never occurred to me. To give something like that to people that are just standing around. And, and I realized that. It is because my silver and gold. Has not multiplied. Or even if it has multiplied, it has not occurred to me. Because when your silver and gold is multiplied to a certain level. You'll not be giving people, take five CDs. Here's 10 CDs. Here's 20 CDs. You'll be picking. Receive power. Receive power to give. Power to give. Power to give. Look. You didn't come here to just learn some points. You are here to receive something. God is multiplying your silver and your gold. So your bank account and the silver you have access to and the gold you have access to will be increasing. And it's not by hard work. I've been around for some time. I'm telling you, it's not by hard work. By God giving it to you. Let's carry on. Verse 14. Beautiful. Then thine heart is lifted up. Then you forget. You forget. That the one who brought you out. This is one of the main reasons why. You know. People. Sometimes God withholds prosperity. People tend to forget. Verse 15. Who led thee through the terrible wilderness? Now, what you don't realize is that a scorpion could have beaten you on the way. A fiery serpent. Now, by the way, snakes are found everywhere. Once I saw a documentary and I saw a snake in Iceland or one of these ice was just ice the North Pole North, North Pole or the South Pole one of them. black line on the ice that's where it stays I couldn't believe it then they took us to a desert and you see vipers like this going like this in the sun and they are under the sun with just the horns sticking out so as you walk on the sun then before you realize it's there and you know what they eat they have these little Little lizards and things. They they eat them. And they are there. Dangerous serpents. So you can be there. And a serpent could have wiped you out long time. You will not be here to say silver and gold is my my strength in this my whatever. Serpent could have wiped you out. Scorpion could have wiped you out. There was no water. You could have died of thirst. That's the danger of falling into the. Both the desert and the sea. Both of them you die from thirst. Look, Sahara Desert is covered with skeletons. Oh, maybe you don't know. It's covered with skeletons. The Sahara Desert is covered with skeletons. Sometimes when I'm flying to Ghana or I, in the daytime, you, you look, I see the desert. So I'm just wondering whether I can pick out some of the skeletons. But it's too high. Verse 16. Who fed thee in the wilderness with manna? 
which thy fathers knew not. You see, some of you don't want to learn to eat food that you don't know. Yes. Only banku, you only know banku and okro. But you see, when you are prospering, eh, you learn how to eat other foods. It's true. Every day banku and every day apple and uh, what do you call it? Every day kenke. Every day fufu. But look at what he said. He said, when God is prospering you, he makes you international. He gives you food which your fathers, like it's not your fathers. Some of you don't know how to drink tea because you eat fufu in the morning. You don't know how to drink tea. Standard curry and beans. Watch it every morning. Excuse me, I'm, I'm, t- I'm talking to some people who are going to become international. I said, I'm talking to some people who are going to become international. Watch out! Food which your fathers knew not. Indian food. Chinese food. Thai food. Italian food. French food. English breakfast. American breakfast. Continental breakfast. You are going to different nations. Even within Ghana. You are going to learn food which your fathers knew not. So those of you who are so rich, every day, pop. Fufu or nothing. I know some people who travel with their banku. Like if they don't take it, they can't go. Where they are going, the banku must go. No, like the luggage. Half of the luggage is banku. Yeah. You would have thought that it's shoes or dress. No, no, it's a banku. Yeah. <laughs> and Kobe. Yeah. Sit down, sit down. Shh. One day, I was traveling to Lagos. Yeah. But we, we were in a convoy. And then we stop. We will have stops on the way. But suddenly, the car in front, one of our cars, stopped. So we all stop. When one stop, you all have to stop. So when we stop, said, "What is the problem?" The the people in the car said that we cannot breathe. <laughs> I said, "What do you mean by you cannot?" Said, we we need to breathe. Because somebody was traveling with that Momoni. Yes, Momoni. That is it. It was in the car. They, they, they put it, they said, whatever it is, we, 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 we need. What is Momoni? Is it, is it the, 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 the smell, smelly smell? I, I think that is what it was. Hey! They said we have to breathe. Because the whole car they couldn't breathe again. So they all came out, took oxygen, and then went back into the car. Now listen. Shh. How many will agree with me that this is, and he's going to give you food which your fathers knew not? Yeah. 
it's always nice to have go to the restaurant with people that can eat food with their fathers, do you know? Some people, when you, when you say, oh, oh, sorry. Do, do you have rice and chicken? Is it only rice and chicken? I only know rice and chicken. Yes. Verse 17. And thou say in thine heart, my power, my heart, my education, my degrees, my money, my connections have gotten me this well. It's not true. Listen to where you get it from. Verse 18. But thou shalt remember that it is the law. You see, the day that I was, I sat by a man and his wife and they taught me how to eat with chopsticks in Asia. Like, as though they gave birth to me. You see, it's not that I'm international. I can eat rice with chopsticks. The small, yeah, I can eat rice one by one with chopsticks. Yes. No, there's nothing to clap. You learn how to do it. Then stop clapping. <laughs> it's not because of anything, but it is because of the grace of God. To know all such things. To even have somebody who relates with you like that. Yes. One day they gave me an egg. They said this is a century egg. It has been boiled in cow's urine. It becomes black. It's a special egg. But I wasn't able to eat that one. I see you in many international places. Experiencing international experiences. Receive a father and a mother who will teach you wonderful things in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, what are the keys to the spiritual powers that bring wealth? Amen. Number one, and I'm not going to give you all, but I'm just going to start. All right. Number one. The spiritual power of these are powers, and this is the, the keys to these powers. Number one, the power of powers of being led by God. Yes. Remember Psalm twenty-three, verse one. The Lord is my shepherd. When, when God leads you and is your shepherd, the first result is that want and lack goes. Now, the nearest thing you can have to the Lord as your shepherd are, unfortunately, people like us who are also shepherds. So, listening to shepherds who God has given to you is the nearest thing to helping you to being led by a shepherd. Because we are under shepherds. Shepherds that God has anointed to speak. Because I know I've already spoken, you know, today. I've been speaking for some time. 
So, God is already speaking. And how many can already feel that God has spoken? This one is, uh, this is the ice cream. This one, we have finished eating. We have finished eating. Yeah. Amen. But I want you to believe it. Being led by God. Very, very, very important. I can tell you there is nothing that I am doing that I planned. Everything is what he has led me to do. So if, if you ask me, what is my vision? What vision? I wish I would obey God. I pray to follow him. Deuteronomy 32. Look, let's look at Deuteronomy 32 verse 9. I want us to look at Deuteronomy. This is Moses describing this beautiful. He says, for the Lord's portion is his people. You see, you are, you are, you, the people of God is, is, is God, God, God is, God's attention is on, on you. When you are his people. It's like you are everything to God. Do you understand? You are like his precious, you know, his, 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 his special people that he really likes. And his whole, everything is you. So when you disappoint him, it's really funny. Because it's like his eyes on you. Yeah. And verse 10. He says, he found him in a desert land. I mean, which of you cannot say that God found you in a bad place? Huh? Will you not agree that he found you in a bad, bad, bad place? Ah, man, this is the truth. And in the, in the waste howling desert, the howling desert is it's like sandstorms, wind blowing, danger, difficulty, problem. That's where he found us. That's where God found you. He didn't find you at a good place. Stop boasting. Beautiful. And he led him about. You see, this is it's leading you about. Don't worry about left, right, left, left again, right, left. I don't know, you wonder, where, so, Lord, so where exactly are we going? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, can you imagine the disciples when Jesus told them, okay, we are going to the garden now. Okay, we are going here now. We're going here now. Can you imagine if one of the disciples had stood up and said, hey, Lord, you know, can you tell us, that, what was the program? <laughs> yeah. Now, can you imagine if Peter stood up and, and asked Jesus, listen, Lord, you know, you are not married. Some of us are married, you know. Some of us are married. Some of us are married. I need some power here. Some of us are married. You need to be tell, you need to say clearly what exactly we are doing. Jesus said, You just wait, I'm going to pray, I'll come. He said, I said, Look, look, the time, you know, my wife uh, my wife told me that she's tired of waiting up so late and she doesn't know if there can be some program in what we are doing. Jesus said, Wait, I'll pray, I'll be back. I'll be back. Three times. 
And they just, they were, you see, they had been trained to just hang around. Wow. It's not that they were fools, though. Who is greater than Peter and Matthew and, and John? Whose book has ever been as published as Matthew's book? And as read as Matthew's book? You wait till you get to heaven. He led him about. So let God lead you about. Go here. Go here. Come here. And be more restful when you come to God in your life. Be more relaxed. Stop being in a hurry. You can't achieve much in a hurry anyway. You will not get far. So just take your time. You know? Every new thing looks nice. Don't follow new things. Just because it's new. Take your time. Follow God coolly. He led him about. I like the word about. He instructed him. So the instructions you are getting. Very important. For your life. And he kept him as the apple of his eye. You know. Apple of your eye. Those of you who watch Rambo. And you need to watch it. To understand some of the preaching. You know. Rambo, Rambo, when they were torturing him, he said, I will never speak. Then they put a knife in the fire. And he said, put it in his eye. The other guy said, put it in his eye. The, the Russian guy. You know, the guys were torturing him. He said, you are strong. Very strong. The strongest so far. Yes. And he was still not yielding to the torture. Then he took the knife and he cut. He said, we have a, a memento for the occasion. So they, they, they put the knife and Rambo still did it. His face was bent. Then he saw that nothing is moving Rambo. So they should rather take the American prisoner that he had rescued. And he said, put it in his eye. The, the Russian, he was very wicked. <laughs> Put it in his eye. You see, and God is telling you that you are the apple of my eyes. When they are touching you, they are coming to put it in his eye. You are the joy of the Lord. God God is excited about you. Hmm. You don't know how he had the plans that he has for you. I see somebody's marble, marble floors. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Verse, verse 11. It's beautiful. It's going to get nicer. Now he said, As an eagle stirreth up her nest and fluttereth over her young. You see, the eagle stirs up. There. Sometimes you get scared when some things are happening in your life. Like the eagle is pushing you out. Hey, fly, because you have the potential to fly. It's not that God doesn't like you. You are, you are, you, 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 you don't know who you are. What great things God can do with you. So sometimes when you are pushed out, do this, go here. God says, do this, try this, give yourself to me. You, you get scared that somebody doesn't like me. Nobody doesn't like you. But God is trying to let you become what you are. A flyer, not a chicken on the ground. Huh? 
Are you there? Yes. You know, one day, a lion went to give birth. And um, there was an attack at the place where the lion gave birth. So he scattered and one of the cubs was lost. Lion cubs, they really struggle to survive. So he ended up joining some sheep, that plenty sheep. So while the flocks were moving, the baby lion, small, he was with them. So they go here. They go, you know when you are a shepherd and you sit far at the back, we can't see. So maybe there's a lion. Then the mystery we don't see. So try always to be near the front and to be seen. Anyway, so the lion was with the sheep. And he used to see the sheep. Ma, ma, ma. And he also goes, ma, ma, trying to say some of it. One day, the shepherd took them for a special treat. And he took them to a lakeside to go and have a special drink. And they were going in groups. So the baby lion who has been moving with the sheep, he thought he was a sheep. When it was his turn to drink, and he came to the water and he looked in the water, he said, ah, I'm a lion. <laughs> like he saw himself for the first time. He didn't know that he was not a sheep. He said, I'm in the wrong group. Hey. So later he saw some lions far away there. He realized that that's where I belong. Yeah. So in the evening he tried to move away to go and join the group that he really belongs to. I prophesy and bless you that you belong to a higher group. You belong to any lower group that you seem to be working with. In the name of Jesus. Back to our eagle. The eagle is spreading her wings. And he says, he bears them on her wings. Wow. Verse 12. So, I want you to notice this part. The Lord alone. You see, if you can circle the word alone, it will be wonderful. Because this scripture is so powerful that I feel it's enough for us. The Lord alone did lead him. And there was no strange God. Like a boy who is talking to you and telling you what to do in your life. Or a girl. Or a person other than God telling you what to do. God alone Analyze it. Circle it. Pick it out of the Bible if you can. Try to take that word alone. I'm trying to see if I can extract it from the screen. God alone. Ask somebody sitting by you. You, who, who 
are the people leading you in this life. Manipulating you. Guiding you. Suggesting things to you. And by the way, we have two types of side guidance. Strong, clear voices. It's like marriage. You can have a spouse, a wife, or a spouse who speaks softly. And that person usually speaks softly from behind and moves you. And then you have the ones which are clear and they'll say, Ah, me, I don't say, I say my mind. This is my mind. Blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. So the two types, but they are both powerful. But he says, God alone did lead him. There was no strange God with him. I'm talking about the spiritual powers that release financial wealth. Beautiful. Verse 13. It's getting more exciting. And he made him, these are the powers that lead to financial wealth. He made him ride on the high places of the earth. You see, you've been walking in the low places of the earth. But God is about to take you to the high places of the earth. How many know that the countries, there are high countries and lower countries? You'll be among the high countries. Even in Ghana, there are high places in Ghana and lower places in Ghana. You are going to be in the higher places in Jesus' name. I prophesy an area will be built in Accra. An area will be built. You will be in that good area in Jesus' name. If you go to South Africa, if you go to London, everywhere there are bad areas, good areas. He he's about to put you in the high places of the earth. Yes. Do you believe in prophecies? It's going to happen practically. And he says, how does it come about to the high place? Some of you have never been to a restaurant before. You know, one day I visited one of our missionaries in a certain country whose name begins with a certain alphabet. So when it was lunchtime, I told the missionary, take us to eat somewhere. Are you listening? I said, take us to eat somewhere. Now, the brother really struggled because he had never been anywhere to eat anything anywhere. Are you listening to me? Yes. So, we had to find the restaurant and take him there. When we went to the restaurant, the the, the chef, I think, and even the people working there was, was a Ghanaian. Yes, a Chinese Ghanaian. Yes. And you see, he has never been to eat anywhere because he was in the low places of that country. You pass by hotels, you just see it as a video. You will be entering soon. The high places of the earth. You are entering every high place in Jesus' name. 
I prophesy. Prophesy. I bless you. Say I receive it. I receive it. I say I bless you. I receive it. I bless you. I receive it. I bless you. I receive it. That he might eat the increase of the fields, the increase profitability. How does this happen? And he made him suck honey out of the rock. You see, these are all prophetic, mysterious descriptions of something sweet. How many want to see something sweet in this life? He's going to give you honey, oil out of the flinty rock. Say, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Verse 14. Butter. You see, some of you don't eat butter. How many don't eat butter? Usually, you don't eat butter. Usually. Okay, you have eaten some before, but like, you don't eat butter. Do they still sell blue band? Is it still in town? One city. Blue band. You are still eating something dangerous. Put it back. The milk of sheep. Most of us don't have milk. But from now, you will have milk. And receive it. The fat of lambs. And rams, you can't even buy one kebab. From today, you'll be buying for others. I receive it. And goats, goat soup, you are going to receive goat soup. I receive it. Fat of kidneys of wheat. And thou didst drink the pure blood of grapes. Verse 15. So let's go back to verse 9. And we are ending with this. The Lord's portion is his people. Don't forget that. Verse 10. Verse 10. He found him in a desert place. How many realize that the house which the Lord found you in is not a, a very good house? Uh, spiritually and physically. Verse 11. Beautiful. As an eagle tears up her nest and flutters all, he and bears them. He took us. He took you. Carries you. Receive the carrying of the Lord. I receive it. Verse 12. So, this is a key verse. The Lord alone. These are the spiritual powers. You see, if you can tap into the power of God leading you. God alone leading you. Then, and there is no strange God with you. Then verse 13 can happen. Verse 13 says, He made him ride on the high places of the earth. Instead of being in a bus tightly squeezed, you'll be in your Mercedes. One of the common cars in this church will be Mercedes Benz. Prophesy. 
I want to repeat it. I say one of the common cars in this church will be Mercedes Benz. Receive yours in Jesus' name. When you drive your Mercedes Benz, we will not see you as a special person at all. So that you may be one of the taxis, I mean, one of the brothers in the system. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it. High places of the earth. When I received my key to my hotel room in Korea and I pressed the lift and it's taking me 40 floors into the sky and I enter my room that Dr. Yongicho has made for me to be in for one week to be eating and drinking. The wall of the the wall of the um, hotel room is glass. The wall is glass. You just you just stand and you are seen to the air, into the air. You know the prayers will be going higher and higher because I'm standing on one of the high places of the earth. When I entered a room in Singapore. Run by a Swiss company. When I entered, they said, This is the tallest hotel in Southeast Asia. And I pressed the lift, it's going. Many floors. And I was standing there and I'm looking. I'm in one of the high places of the earth. You'll be there in Jesus' name. I see this. When I stand in Buenos Aires in Argentina. You see, these are places God has taken me. It's not that I wanted to go there. I don't know anybody in Argentina. Do you know somebody in Argentina? I don't know anybody there. But these are places that God has taken me. Ah. You'll be there, Papa. Receive it. Receive it. I receive it. Receive it. I receive it. How does it come about? Verse 12 is how it comes about. Verse 12 is how it comes about. So the Lord alone did lead him. And there was no strange God with him. That's the power to financial. God alone leading you in this life. Verse 13. And the increase of the fields. And he made him to suck. Of the that's why people they come to Ghana, they are surprised that I'm prospering in Ghana. They have all gone to different places, and they come and they, they, they see that they, I'm sitting on the rock and I'm drinking honey. They say, Ah, honey here. Is it not only <laughs> we are sitting on the rock? The rock is giving honey and oil. Oil. You will be at a place that people will think that that place is an accursed place, but that is where God will bless you. You see it. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it. Isaiah 45. Isaiah 45. We are ending. That says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus. You know my name is Cyrus. That says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus. Whose right hand I have holded. Lift your right hand. Say, God, hold my right hand. Hold my right hand. How many want God to hold your right hand? Some of you putting your right hand in a boy's, in a boy's, 
hand or in a girl's hand and said that the girl should lead you or the boy should lead you. God said, I am, I'm holding his right hand to subdue nations before thee. I will lose the loins of kings to open him. Because God is the one holding your right hand. Look at verse 2. Something is about to happen. I will go before thee. And I'll break every gate. So whatever gate is holding you back. Because God is holding your right hand like this. The gate is opening to you in Jesus name. Verse 3. Fantastic. And I will give thee. Treasures. You see when God is holding your hand. You can only expect to see. Treasures of darkness. And hidden riches of secret places. Well, I don't know why you have your own vision. Honestly I don't know why you have your own vision. Me I just want God to say. Please hold it all. Don't you want God to hold your hand? Don't you want God to hold your hand? God hold your hand and say you go here like this. And, uh, and it takes you and you see God gave me the pulpit God gave me the pulpit and he said if you don't leave your right hand but if you are pulling your right hand away so oh, oh, ah, I, ah. tribunes, tribunes come for him tribunes carry him I, I was holding his right hand he didn't was holding his right hand. He didn't want it. So I want to look for I want to take a small girl. Because these boys are too big. So I want to lead a small girl. Wow. God is choosing you. I receive it. God is choosing you. Receive it. God is choosing you. Receive it. If you give him your right hand today and say, Lord, take my life, take I my strength, hold my hand, Perfect take time. me to the higher Perfect places time. of the earth, show me the hidden treasures of secret places, show me the riches, Lord, show me by your power, Perfect show time. me by your supernatural power. Yeah. Lift your hands. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Father, we give you thanks. We give you praise. You have done great things. We love you. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Receive the gift of God. Receive it. Receive the gift of God. I receive it. May the gates open. Yes. To the dark places. Professor. The hidden lockers. Where things are hidden from our view. May your car appear. May your house appear. May your money appear. May your job appear. May your new life appear. As you give yourself to God. In Jesus name. Amen. Every head bowed. Every eye closed. Stay where you are. Don't move. If you are here today. You want to give your life to Jesus? Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you are here like that, raise up your hand. I want to give my life to, to I don't want to go to, I want to be born again today. Lift it up high. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hand. I see all your hands. If you've lifted your hand, 
Come quickly to the front in one second. Come to the front. The rest of you can go back. Come to the front. I want to give my life to Jesus. Come. I want to pray for you right now. Please forgive me for my sins. I'm so sorry for all my mistakes. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I give my life to God. I give my life to Jesus. Please wash away my sins from today. Say from today, I'm a child of God. I'm a servant of God. I'm a follower of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. I want to give you one of my books. It's called How to Pray. As soon as we close, all of you who are holding this book, this is your passport to a special meeting. I want you to come here for just five minutes. I'm going to sh- we are going to share with you something powerful. Your life will never be the same. Amen. Father, bless these ones who have come forward to give their life to Jesus. Let their lives never be the same again. Jesus' name. Amen. You may go back to your seats. God bless you. It's it's time for communion. Take your bread, everybody. Take your bread. And we are just about to receive the blessing. Now listen. Elijah. You know, the Bible says the ravens came, the angel of the Lord came to him and said arise and eat arise and eat for the journey is long and the Bible says he arose and ate angelic food everybody say angelic food and what happened he went in the strength of that meat for 40 days and nights Today I'm about to serve you with a type of angelic, supernatural. Look, everything in the church is supernatural. You know, we're about to give offering after this. Don't give if you don't believe in supernatural blessings. I don't, I I consider it a waste of your money. You know, if you, you, you don't really believe. You're just wasting your time and your money. Because the church doesn't need your money. You need your money more than the church needs your money. So if you, you have to have faith. It's a spiritual thing. This bread we are eating. If you need bread. After church come we give you bread to eat. So that you will be full. This are not a, it's, not a, it's a supernatural thing we are doing. So as you are about to take this bread. You must believe in the power. That it is carrying. It's not an ordinary thing. It's a supernatural meal. Now, the Bible says that when, they, when Elijah took it, 
He was able to go for 40 days and night. So those of you who say you are going to fast for 40 days and night, you must know that Elijah had something you didn't have, maybe. Yes. He had something you didn't have. He was on a supernatural IV infusion. Now that's why Jesus said, this is my body. When he told the people, eat my flesh, drink my blood, they were offended. But they didn't know he was talking about the supernatural flesh and supernatural blood. It's very supernatural. That's why those who take it and they joke with it, they die. Nobody will die here. You are about to receive supernatural strength. Stand up, everybody. Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. you are going forward whatever demonic power has reversed your life by the blood I reverse the reverse I say I reverse the reverse of your life 
Receive supernatural help in your life. Receive healing in your body. Receive life in your life. You will live. There's somebody here. I hear the Spirit say you are going to live five more years than was predicted. Five more years. Receive it. Life. Receive life. Your kidneys. Receive life. Your liver. Your blood. Your mind. Your soul. Your legs. Your arms. Receive life. By the blood of the Lamb. Receive the blood. preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dikewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dikewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. ABC 
see tonight, the next chapter of The Bachelor journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to you. 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note. It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC. ABC Tonight, the next chapter of The Bachelor journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to you. 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note. It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC.